you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist. So please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health assistance or therapy you feel you may be needing. If you're listening to this introduction, we have officially entered season two of Still I Rise. I'm very excited to talk to you guys more about this journey because it's officially been a year since I've started my journey as a survivor of narcissistic abuse and dealing with somebody who was addicted to methamphetamines. And uh, if you are a new listener to this podcast, I welcome you with open arms. However, if your journey is still fresh, I strongly recommend that you listen to season one of Still I Rise, the earlier episodes, as I feel that it might be more helpful to your situation. As I continue on with season two, I'm very excited to be sharing with you guys upcoming projects and some of, you know, the updated stories that have been going on afterwards. As I know that I have been missing in action for a few months, I'm excited to share with you guys some of the stories that went on. And I do continue to hope that this will help. So thanks again for listening. I look forward to this brand new journey with you all. Hello and good early morning. It is actually very early slash very late and um, I really should be in bed, but I'm having more insomnia lately. And um, I do have a few things to share with you guys. I should be trying to get to sleep in about 30 minutes. But um, I decided that I was going to just share with you guys briefly what I'm feeling. So stay tuned and uh, let's get a quick word in from our sponsors. I know what you guys are thinking. This girl really needs to get some rest. I really should. And I haven't been feeling well lately. Still recovering from this flu. Well, the flu is gone, obviously. And uh, I've been having a lot of asthma attacks. My asthma attacks are strange because I end up coughing. And it's horrible because sometimes it gets to the point where I will almost throw up. Yes, I know what you guys are thinking. Cherry, go to the doctor. The thing is, I've tried to stay away from antibiotics. And I've been trying to self-heal. And I will be completely transparent with you guys. My health insurance sucks. I work for a health plan, but my health insurance sucks. How is that? Mm. It's just ironic how that works. And it's ridiculous. I'm paying for my health insurance every month, a pretty penny, just so I can have a huge deductible. 
So it's like, okay, so I have to pay at least a certain amount before they start paying. It's ridiculous. So, and uh, as you guys know, as a single mom, and even if I wasn't a single mom, it's not easy to just fork out a good few thousand dollars. You know, I am trying to work my way to get towards my, you know, huge financial goals, but I'm not quite there yet. It's in the works, but I really have to be very, very strategic with, you know, how my finances are. But one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about, well, there's a few things, a couple of things rather, well, it's pretty insane because after you're left with everything as far as like the divorce, you know, where I'm at right now and I do hope that I'm able to, you know, help somebody, I hope this helps somebody out there because I know that this can be definitely relatable. A few people that I have talked to about having almost a similar situation as myself, they seem to have the same situation with their, either their parents or their mom. <coughs> I apologize for that. But, you know, I'm not sure if I should be airing this out right now, but I'm going to anyways. There's a lot of things that I don't understand, and it's very hurtful. Today, I was able to talk to my boyfriend about just things, and, you know, a lot of stuff came out, and I find myself just being sad sometimes, and I shouldn't be because I'm very blessed. You know, I have a roof over my head. I have my wonderful boys with me, even though sometimes they drive me absolutely bonkers. Um, Work has been pretty steady, and um, business has actually been... You know, it's we're building the foundation right now, and it's picking up. So I should be happy. However, there's a lot of things inside that are really still bothering me. Well, you know, as far as my exes, you know, as far as, you know, his situation, I've completely accepted the fact that, you know, I didn't really know who I married. You know, I rushed into a marriage, and it was just not the wisest choice. So, you know, um, I can't, I can't get upset over that. You know, because I was able to, you know, get my two beautiful sons, and you know, I have no regrets marrying my ex because you know, I have the greatest boys in the whole wide world and I couldn't see myself without them and so I believe that everything happens for a reason and as I say that it's it becomes more and more clear you know there's a lot of things in my life that I've tried to block out and I know I probably mentioned this in my previous episodes on season one when I talked about you know my relationship with my mom and you know sometimes we go back and forth I know in my later episodes of 
season one, I talked about just really trying to mend a relationship with her. And, um, you know, I've tried and I'm still trying, but sometimes it's very difficult, especially during these times. For example, you know, it's very hurtful, you know, at this point, it's like my ex-husband has gotten himself into a lot of trouble with the law and, you know, my mom is just super like concerned to the point where every day she's texting me asking me if I know anything well the truth is one of the only reasons why I'm looking and checking the website is because she's asking me and also because as far as my kids you know they're they've come into acceptance as well They love their father very much, as they said, but they know what he's done, you know, and it's not that I've had to tell them. It's like they've seen this throughout, you know, the last few years. So, and I don't like to keep secrets from them. My mom has told me, don't tell them anything. Don't tell them about his crimes, this and that. But yet, you know, today I found out that, you know, my mom has really bad mouth me to my boys and you know there's just a lot of bad family history and so some of it came out today as I was talking to my boyfriend and it's like it was just very shocking because as my boys were listening to everything that I went through as a teenager and as a child they had I I just remember telling my boyfriend about everything and um, they just came to me and just gave me a hug and you know it made sense to me I was telling my boyfriend that I never knew what was wrong with me I really tried to push myself to be you know perfect for my mom and no matter what I did it was never good enough I know I wasn't the favorite the most favorite child. I know that I was probably always the disappointment. And, you know, it's like, it was hard. And even now I know that I'm still the disappointment because I'm the one that got the divorce. I'm the one that has the ex-convict husband who got on drugs. And, you know, my friends, it's hard. Because, not just with my mom, but I do have this insecurity that sometimes I get looked at that way like for example if my ex-husband was doing certain things and you know now he's incarcerated now I'm afraid that others are going to start looking at me like I was involved in that and that's totally not me because we were together for 11 years and I don't want to be labeled as that and so that's one of the reasons why I when I got out of that relationship that marriage I I wanted I I wanted so much to just build a new reputation for myself. Not that I had that reputation, but I don't want anyone ever thinking that because that's not who I am. You know, and so um anyways, like I said, it just kind of bothers me that my own mom is like constantly like, "Oh, I feel bad, my poor grandchildren." It's like You know, she was like, he doesn't deserve to be deported. And it's like, dude. Sorry. 
the millennial side of me is coming out. But <clears throat> I, you know, I'm thinking, I really hope that if, not that I would, I'm not, you know, I, I, I guess you could say I'm very wise with my choices. So I know for a fact that I would not be in his shoes. But if I ever were to be, I really hope that she would do the same for me, which for some reason I highly doubt that, you know. And um, I don't like to think the worst of people and I don't want to think the worst of my mom, but it's just like, wow, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at this like, do you not realize the things that me, not just me, but your grandsons have gone through with this man, you know, it's like... Ugh. You know, that's the thing about narcissists. They never know what they've done to you. And the same thing right there goes with my mom. She's a narcissist and she probably will never admit it. And if she ever heard this, it'll probably be all hell will break loose. But, you know, I'm here to share with share with you guys my experience. And it's like if people get mad at it, they're going to get mad. And I can't do anything about it. But, you know, I thought about it. I broke down this evening and I was like, why on earth? I I can't afford to go backwards. I got to keep going. I can't afford to care about what others think, especially if they don't really care about me. You know, it's like I try my best these days to not say much but just stay distant you know and it makes sense to me now why these boys are in my life and they're in my life because the truth is I've never fit in and now I finally have blood that's right there with me that you know I it seems like no matter what they're here no matter what they've always got my back You know, my friends, it's like I, those that I was close to as a child, I've lost. They've already passed on, so it's tough right now. And that extra support would have been great. I did have that with my mom in the beginning, and that just kind of diminished over time after my ex decided to do a smear campaign. And, you know, so it's like right now my mom has every justification for every bad thing that he's done and it's ridiculous and it's like she wonders why i don't like to come around you know it's like okay um this is i yeah i'd rather not think about it so on the bright side or a brighter note you know actually it's like i do have my children with me right here they're sleeping on the bed and taking up most of the room but it's okay Anyhow, you know, a lot of good things are happening slowly but surely. We have a grand opening coming up. We have a mixer coming up. I've ordered a few things. And, you know, it's funny. As I should be sleeping, I woke up, tossed and turned, and I ended up doing my shopping on Sam's Club. (laughs) You know, my friends, it's like, You know, being a mom has really kept me on my toes. 
It's really kept me grounded and kept me, it gave me something to do. It gave me a purpose. And even though it feels as if my entire life that I built fell apart, you know, it is pretty exciting that I get to rebuild it. It can get frustrating. It's not always beautiful. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It gets tough because sometimes it's like I think back and I'm like, wow, I already had this established, but xyz and here i am now trying to rebuild and i'm re- i'm rebuilding on my own yes my children are here but as you guys know they're children and you know they're relying on me so i have to make sure that i am keeping strong staying healthy but we just have to keep going No matter how hard it is. But I should probably get some sleep. It's 4.17 and I feel my eyelids getting heavier and heavier. And I don't want to be babbling while I'm falling asleep. (laughs) That'll be interesting. But I feel as if like these last few weeks... My mind has been cloudy and I do need to clear my thoughts, but hopefully I can do that either tomorrow, take a moment and just even Cherry Golightly goes through things. I really hoped to give you guys a better version of myself, a little bit more chipper, but, you know, I I know that's not the reality. But I do hope that as you guys listen to this and know that, you know, even on your, excuse my language, but crappiest days, just know that It's going to be okay. It's 4 a.m. and I'm sitting here saying that tomorrow is going to be okay. It is tomorrow. Well, I guess the moment I snooze, I'll hit the reset. And hopefully everything will be fine. Fine. I better get some sleep. I'm (laughs) mixing up my words. But until next time... We'll get through this together. Hang in there as I am. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast and for your support. You guys mean so much. Have a good night.